You're listening to the Average Sports Guys podcast with Eddie and Marcus. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Yo, yo. This is Eddie and Marcus. This is the Average Sports Guys podcast. We are the Average Sports Guys. Today is Wednesday, October 21st, and this is episode 44. 44. And let's see, week six just wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Um, a little weird because there was no Thursday night game. Right. Um, so we will, in true uh, podcast fashion, well, for us, we will go ahead and run down the scores mm-hmm. of uh, week six. So let's get into that. So we have Titans over the Texans. 42 to 36. That one did go to overtime. That was a pretty good game. Yeah. Uh Ravens 30, the Eagles 28. Um <laughs> Falcons 40, Vikings 23. That was surprising. Steelers 38, Browns 7. Mm-hmm. Colts 31, Bengals 27, mm-hmm. Lions 34, Jags 16. Bears over the Panthers 23 to 16, Giants over Washington 20 to 19. Broncos over the Pats, 18 to 12. Dolphins over the Jets, 24 nothing. Buccaneers over the Packers, 38-10. 49ers over the Rams, 24-16. Chiefs over the Bills, 26-17. That was the first Monday night game. And then the second Monday night game was Cardinals over the Cowboys, 38 to 10. Did any of those games really like stick out to you as either just god awful or? pretty good uh for me um falcons and vikings um the fact that they had a coaching change and it seems like they actually put a, a le- put a legitimate game plan together which is really huge for me and then i'll get into my um my eagles ravens game a little bit later but that was another game that stood out to me okay um just going so i thought obviously the packers would have played a little bit better Oh yeah, for um, sure. <clears throat> yeah, that was started, a mess. Yeah, it started out fine, um, and then they just just look stale. Um, like I said, the Titans Texans game was was pretty entertaining. Um, we've been saying it for a little while. I mean, like the Texans are for real. Yeah, they are. Um, they are they are a good team. Um, the Vikings over the Falcons, like I had just said, was like surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Quinn leaves. They get their first win. <laughs> Go figure. Same, same with the <laughs> same with the Texans. Was it right. last week or whatever? Yes, sir. Um, after Bill O'Brien had gotten blown out, <laughs> Bill O'Brien. Then, then the Texans got their win. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean that that was pretty much it as far as surprising. I mean the Broncos over the Pats. I don't know what to really make of the Patriots. Um, right. Seeing as I mean, if you think about it, right through what it can play four games because then he was out the one because of COVID or whatever. Yes, sir. So I believe he's only thrown for two interceptions and he's thrown, I mean, excuse me, thrown for two touchdowns right. and thrown four interceptions. And they um, also haven't practiced because of the whole COVID thing. Right. Yeah. So their, their schedules kind of been a little all over the place. The facility's open and it's closed and it's open and it's closed. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but again, I mean, I still don't know what to make of them. Like when I look at their, like when I watch them play, I don't really know 
what their identity is now right. part of it we do because we know cam is gonna run the ball yeah you is. know you get anywhere around the goal line you can expect for him to try to push it in yes sir um but i mean obviously it's not the patriots of yesteryear right so nope it was a little surprising that the broncos um did did beat them mm-hmm. i thought uh uh drew lock played decent um, oh, for the sure. Score, the score wasn't high, but I mean, it, a, it was good to see him back from injury, right. um, and and see see him out there. So that was good. Um, everything else, I mean, I thought the Bills could have played a little bit better. I get it; the weather was a little shaky or whatever. Oh, but it was it was wet and messy out there with that astroturf. Let's go. But I mean, Josh Allen, I, he just he looked average at best. Um, I agree. So I think for them, I mean, to me, the Bills are going to go as he goes. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. So I feel got like that right. he's he's got to play consistently better. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what the weather is, right? I mean, obviously, up in Buffalo, there is no stranger to wild weather. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would have liked to have seen better from that. Mm-hmm. Um, Cowboys, Cardinals. I, I, I kind of thought the Cardinals were going to win regardless. I believe we, we had both picked them. For sure. But what I will say is I would say, like, Cowboys offensive line. Clearly, they've got injuries. They've got holes, right? But right. they made the, um, Arizona's pass rush look all pro. Straight and up all pro. Like, I was like, this like, is the Arizona Cardinals. It's not like their defense is Bad, but no, come the, on. Yeah, I mean, I, I, there, I, there was zero coherence along that offensive line. But then again, if you go back to injury issues, like, and if you don't have a legit offensive line coach, and mm-hmm. that whole offensive situation is a little suspect, to where there's like dissent in the locker room. Yeah, and I wanted to get into that when we, you know, yeah, we get that do, out later. Do the no, uh, excuse me, new stuff, but, um, yeah, it's. <laughs> You almost feel bad, right, in the sense of right. they have arguably the best wide receiver core in the league. Oh, for um, sure. I think you'd be hard-pressed to really stack another team's like wide receiving core against, against that one. Yeah, you the, know? the only other team that I can think of off the top of my head that has something that's like just as dangerous is like just off the top of my head is, well, there's two teams. There's the Seahawks and the in Tampa Bay. Outside of those two teams on the NFC side, right. there's not much you can really do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'll, I, for sure. I would definitely give you that. Um, but, yeah, and then obviously their their defense has just been suspect all all year, right? <laughs> the definition so, of horrible. Yeah, and they suffered more um, injuries along that line. Yes, they did. I believe the guy who had come in as a backup last week ended up having knee surgery yesterday, I believe. Yep. I, I, I forgot his name, but – um it's just it's just more more trouble in Dallas for sure um so that was the week 6 uh wrap up there mm-hmm. um i thought real quick i thought the bucks played more solid all the way around that defense is really starting to right come into its own and the um, defense was never bad it was just exactly. I, I think it's i think it's a combination of the lack of preseason like we've talked about when we're texting each other right and then um i guess i mean honestly i think that's the only thing um but overall they're starting to gel they're getting better and tom brady it also helps with that complimentary football piece mm-hmm. so no for sure um i think i think they're um 
I think we're going to really start to see teams. So we're going into week seven, right? Yes. I think starting last week, going into this week, I think we're going to really start to see what teams really are, right? right. So well, we had kind of talked about that before as far as the lack of preseason, true mm-hmm. um, OTAs, training camp uh, type of a deal. So I think everybody is fully conditioned, like ready to go. Um, now, whoever's listening to this that may be a Green Bay Packers fan, me me having said that is not indicative of what the Packers are going to be, right? Oh, nah. I think, you know – any team, any player, Aaron Rodgers, you know, isn't always going to have like the best day. Right. So, um, but by and large, again, the way that these teams are starting to play now is going to be um, what you're going to see. So, for um, sure. So, like I said, that was a week six um, wrap up there. Moving into week seven. Um, Let's go. So, I want to do this. Let's. Circle the wagon back to Thursday night's game since it's you guys. So let's get into our picks for week seven. Okay. Um, And then just before you get into – well, we'll do this. We'll go ahead and and, and give our picks. Um, Then we'll come back to the top to tomorrow's game, Thursday mm-hmm. night game, um, Giants at Eagles. Um, You can go Makes ahead – um, we'll give our prediction for bo- for for that game. You go ahead and break that one down for us. Give us the keys to victory, um, mm-hmm. and then we'll get into um, our team's breakdown of Week Six. For so, sure. Uh, the first one I got up here is Panthers at Saints. Who you got? I'm going to go Saints in that situation. Um, I think this is just before. Um, Drew Brees' arm starts to give out, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, from here on out, I think that you're going to see a lot more of um, Alvin Kamara in the run game and that backfield just to limit the amount of throws that Drew Brees has to make because they know he's older. You know, mm-hmm. his arm isn't the same. Um, and just at their stadium, I think, even though they're I – don't, I don't even know if they have fans yet. Um, but this oh. week, I believe. So I heard earlier today that this week they are going to allow some fans. That's awesome. Um, so I'm going to lean towards the Saints in this situation, mm-hmm. just because it's at the Saints, and like I said, I think we're going to start to see more of Alvin Kamara and a lot of that uh, run game mm-hmm. for the most part. All right. So I'm going to also go Saints too. Now let me ask you this: It was kind of something I somewhat thought about. Mm. So the Saints are sitting at three and two, right? Yeah. Uh, Buccaneers are at four and two. Mm-hmm. Now, I was thinking because you had brought it up before about Drew Brees' arm, right? Obviously, there's there's a finite amount of throws left in that arm, right? <laughs> if for some reason, uh, let's say Carolina knocks them off mm-hmm. uh, this this week coming up, right? So that'll put them at what three and three? Yep, five hundred. So. As the season starts to slip away, if it does, and it's not looking like there's a likely playoff scenario for them, uh-huh. do you think they end up putting Jameis in there to see what they got out of him? Now, so the reason I ask that is it because it's twofold. You, If he gets in there and plays relatively well, you can say, okay, he's he, he, we could either use him as a bridge for the right. next year or two, mm-hmm. 
or he's our guy, right? Mm-hmm. Or the second part of it is he's playing well. I know he's not our guy. Mm-hmm. So you can flip him, right? Try to get some draft picks. Maybe a team like Washington would be desperate for Jameis Winston, something like that. Not mm-hmm. saying they're going to give up a first or a second. To me, maybe, maybe fourth fourth or so, right? you know, something like that. So, again, it was just it, as I was writing this out before, um, like earlier today when we were doing – uh, I was doing all my show prep. Um, I it just kind of popped into my mind, like if the season starts to get away from them, and or there's not a likely scenario for them to get into the playoffs, do we see Jameis? I think, in my opinion, you will see Jameis based on how the next two games go. Just because they got to start thinking about the future and what they can do to put themselves in the best position to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Jameis as a quarterback. I mean, he had, what, 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions last year? Right, yeah. He's um, looking real Rex Grossman-ish. <laughs> so it's not like he's a bad quarterback, but I think with you know the regime that Sean Payton put together, he can be very successful. He has younger legs, definitely a cannon of an arm. Right. Um, and I think that experience, let's say that he does do well, I think that at the very least, if he's not your guy, you can also flip him for picks. So that also lends itself right. to the idea of preparing for the future post-Drew post Brees. Yeah, 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 for sure. And, and and like I said, so Saints fans that are listening, like my buddy in particular, Trunk, Let's I go. know he tries to listen to uh, the show when when he can. Uh, but it's – I think – I mean <laughs> – not I think, I know. It's inevitable, right? Yeah. Drew Brees' time is coming to an end. Yes, sir. So you have to figure it out. I understand this like one last ride type thing. Um, and again, I'm not suggesting that that's what the Saints do. Mm-hmm. If you're in it, you make that push. You go all in. This is for sure. You know, for all intents and purposes, like his last ride. So you give it all you got. Yes. But like I said, just on the back end, if the season slips away and you're not going to make it, do you play the kid? I would say, yeah, you know, Oh, absolutely. Um, for, for, for those reasons. Now, obviously. So I, another thing I think too, because there are limited fans, right? So as of now, like I said, they'll be able to bring fans in yes, Sunday. I, I forgot the limit. I want to say it's like 3000 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's not a normal season because of COVID there's not packed, um, stadiums and all that type of stuff. Maybe right. it is easier for the organization to transition away from Drew Brees. Um, I agree with that. And not have now. Clearly, the fan base is going to be upset, right? <laughs> but you're not going to have that, like, because you know it would yeah. it would basically be like his farewell tour type thing. That's cool. only, you know. So if he doesn't play the last like five or six games for that reason, right? I okay. So what? You know, it's not a big deal. It's not. Um, so anyway, so moving on, something to kind of put a star it. by, and we'll kind of revisit uh, later in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, Bills at Jets, who you got? Bills? <laughs> that team is way more of a complete – like, if you have the Jets on your schedule, I'm just going to throw this out there. That's basically a win. Um, unless you're Washington. Unless <laughs> Stop. So it's one of those <laughs> things where if the Jets on your schedule, you might as well mark that up as a dub. That that team's a dumpster fire. But you know what's crazy is when mm-hmm. people are playing Washington uh-huh. – that's what they think. Last week just what? proved it. Last week we just last week just proved that, right? We lost to the Giants. We'll get into that, not to get too far off topic, right? But I agree with you. If you have the Jets on your on your calendar, I mean, it's pretty much a scrimmage game. Um, like, I'm convinced 
like a good high school team could give them a run for their money. Mm. Like clearly not because these dudes are bigger, stronger, faster, right? Right. But it's it just like you said, straight dumpster fire. <laughs> I do not know what's going on there. How Adam Gase is still employed, I don't I know. No I don't call for people's jobs. I'm not into that. Whatever these people say now is it cancel culture. Right. You know, like just always trying to call for somebody's job. Um, <laughs> but how are you still employed? No how are you still employed? And it's not even like Sam Donald's a bad quarterback. He's not. He just has nobody to throw to. And obviously, since Le'Veon Bell left, nobody to hand the ball off to. Right, bro. But I'm gonna call Adam Gase like, like a meteorologist. Right. <laughs> That's the only other profession where you can constantly get your job wrong, and still still be employed. Meteorologist, meteorologist, Gase. So, wow. Yeah, I'm Let's gonna go. go. I'm gonna go. Bills there too. Let's hashtag that. Yeah, <laughs> stamp that. Um. <laughs> all right. For sure. Browns at Bengals. That's probably oh, one of the more intriguing matchups this weekend. For sure. Because here's the thing. Like with like through Joe Burrow, they have been more contentious this year than they have been in the past. So oh, it's yeah. gonna be a good game. I'm still going. Browns just because of the weapons that they have and, of course, that defense. But you can't sit there and think that this is not going to be a good game. I honestly think it is. Yeah, so I'm going to actually go Bengals there. I think right. I picked them the first time they played. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to pick them this time. Second time's a charm, right? We're not <laughs> – because we don't get a third. So we'll say second. It's second sure. time is a charm. Yes, so sir. I'll say the Bengals uh, edge that one out. Mm. Um. Let's see. Next up, we have Cowboys at Washington. You know what? I'm going to bet on this. Just based on what I've seen from the Cowboys in that defense, um, this one is definitely a pick em, But I'm going to go ahead and take Washington just because I feel like there's so much, not necessarily the talent that's on the field from, from the Cowboys, but because of the dissension that's in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Um, and how much they have a disdain for that offensive coaching staff. Um, actually, actually, both sides of the wall. Defense as well. It's a, it's a whole mess out there in Dallas. Mm-hmm. So I think that Washington ekes this one out by three points. Oh, man. Bless your heart, my brother. <laughs> um, I'm... And I'll get into this on the back side of it, you know, sure. when, when when I give you the, the keys to victory or defeat. Um, I'll say the Cowboys win. Um, clearly, I love my team. It may not sound like it, whether it's on this show or Twitter or my friends that I text. Like I was texting Mario. <laughs> I think it was earlier today or oh yesterday or something like my team is trash, man. Right. And he was like, yeah, but you got... You know, Montez Sweat and Kerrigan and Chase Young and that. Okay, well, where they been at? You know, um, obviously played solid. You know what I mean? Um, like, matter of fact, uh, Chase Young, I think Pro Football Focus put it out. Chase Young is got the most, well, he's tied for the most quarterback pressures by any rookie defensive wow. end. So they're sitting at right. 10 with um, Ken Law out in, uh, oh, with the 49ers. Sure. Yes, and. Sir. Dude from, I want to say it's the Ravens. So, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll, I'll still go Cowboys. We'll find a way to make Dalton look like all pro. <laughs> um, you know, so it'd be uh, Andy Dimes out there. Andy Dimes. No, yeah, so I'll go Cowboys by three. Okay. Um, next up, Packers at Texans. That should be a good game because the Texans are playing a little bit better. I think this is like more of a revenge game for like – 
Aaron Rodgers where he could just comes out gunslinging and they win by at least 14. Yeah, so I'm going to go Packers here too. Um I don't think in my it it doesn't seem like Aaron is just comfortable losing, right? No, um, he's not that dude. They were I mean, they were pretty much rolling um until last week. So uh, I say I say they bounce back. I say they 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 jump on them Texans. Now, like I said, the Texans have been playing better. Yes. Um, so we'll see if that continues. I mm-hmm. just think ultimately that Packers offense might be too much for their right. defense, but right. we'll see. Um, all right, so we're both going to take the Packers there. Next is Lions at Falcons. So now I would normally pick the Lions because the Falcons have been trash, but then the Falcons <laughs> just beat the the Vikings. I'm gonna go. Vi- I'm gonna. Go, I'm sorry. I'm gonna go Falcons in this situation. I just don't trust Matt Patricia and what he's done since he's been there. Mm-hmm. So I honestly think that the Falcons are gonna get this dub. Yeah. So I'm gonna go Falcons there as well. Um, plus, how awesome would <laughs> would the commentary all week be? It's like as soon as Dan Quinn gets fired, Raheem Morris brings these guys back on two game winning streak. Um, For sure. You know. I, I mean, personally, I would like the Falcons to lose, and maybe they'll like try to offload Julio Jones or something. Like Send season's done, get him out of there. Send him to Philly. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, unless he's gonna come to Washington, <laughs> then he can stay in Atlanta. Somebody had asked on Twitter last night, right? What What would you give up for Julio Jones? And I said a Popeyes chicken sandwich, right? Meaning. And and clearly, I mean, this dude is <laughs> this dude is arguably one of the best receivers in the game. Right? Top three at bare minimum. So it's not a slight to him, but I mean, he's not a spring chicken, right? No, he's so on the older side. Yeah, so I'm not giving you a first or a second. I mean, I might package a, a third and a fourth oh, or whatever, sure. you know, and a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yeah, but let's go spicy. I mean, people, of course, people were on there talking about two first round draft picks. We need somebody for McLaurin. Blah blah blah. I was you, like, bro, if wait, you gonna bring him in for for a couple of games? And then you gave away first round draft picks where you could have gone and got a wide receiver. Like it just didn't make sense to me. For me, you may get four more years out of a prime Julio Jones. Maybe. 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 Right. So to mortgage a f- like like two firsts or a first and a second, I don't know if that's worth it. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. The best best you're getting is that third and that mm. fucking Popeye's chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. I'll even make it spicy. You want a spicy egg, you spicy one. Um. Yeah. So we'll go Falcons there. Now, this I think is going to be my game of the week. Is Steelers at Titans? Battle of the undefeated teams. That's gonna be a great game because you have Derek turn your defenders into offensive blockers, Henry, and then <laughs> that stout defense that is very stingy in the passing game. Um, not to mention their front four, they get after the quarterback. So it'd be a very interesting matchup to see how that actually plays out. I'm actually watching that one. Yeah, not only that, but I'm interested to see how I mean because the Steelers have been playing good all around football, right? Both sides of their ball. Oh, pretty for sure. Um I'd be interested to see what their defensive game plan is against Derrick Henry in that <laughs> run game. I don't think you could come up with right, one for that man. Because, <laughs> so it's like 
So I, I, right. I remember as a kid, my mom used to always tell me, if you want to hear God laugh, tell him your plans, right? So <laughs> exactly. I kind of feel like that if you have the Titans on your schedule. <laughs> yes, you may have a game plan <laughs> to, to shut him down, contain him, oh, bend but don't break. No, he's bending and breaking everybody. <laughs> Like that man has the most dynamic stiff arm in the league right now. I don't right. I don't know it's a better, so a better perfectly stiff arm. timed. Oh, it's amazing. And then if you get in too close to him, <laughs> he's gonna like hold that stiff arm right. and then mush you. Right? He, he's that one oversized twelve year old in the Pee Wee <laughs> League. Like, you, like and we've like, all seen those videos <laughs> on Facebook, Instagram. It's like, dude, just way too big. It's like, what are yeah, you check doing? Check his birth certificate real quick. Right. I mean, <laughs> he he just steamrolls people. For sure. Um. So no, I think I think that'll be a good all around game. Like I said, um, I'm gonna actually pick the Steelers though. <sighs> this is a tough one. I want to take the Steelers. I'm thinking about Derrick Henry getting me 50 points last week. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and go against my gut and just go ahead and, and, and roll with the Derrick Henry train because that's one of those things where I honestly believe, based on how we were able to run against the Steelers, mm-hmm. there's no way they're going to have – fun trying to stop that man no. so i'm gonna lean on the titans for this one okay all right so i got the steelers you got the titans mm-hmm. all right next up a divisional matchup seahawks at cardinals i'm Shit. not betting against the seahawks so <laughs> i'm just not doing it i'm not doing it at all and it's like kyler murray and you know him oompa loompa stomping those cowboys <laughs> um i honestly believe that this Seahawks defense will contain him just like their DNA is on defense. Like they're, they, they have a way of figuring stuff out and handling business. So I honestly believe that the Seahawks are going to take this one. And then also you can't count out Russell Wilson. Um, that dude is, in my opinion, right now, um, the MVP of the league, hands down. Yeah. And I'm not going to bet against him at all. No, 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 for sure. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm going to go Seahawks there. Um, I think I can see a scenario or situation in which Kyler Murray gets a little busy uh, running around a little bit, but I don't know that it's really going to translate much into points. Definitely not enough to beat the Seahawks. And not only that, I think that Seahawks offense has more than enough to get the job done against the Cardinals defense. Um, Yeah, I mean, I just hope the Cardinals – defense and then Cardinals fans understand they were playing the Cowboys last week um and their defense isn't at an all pro level For sure. um, but again I mean they they don't suck but you're going up against a powerhouse of an offense Bruh. so I feel like Russell and them are going to take it to these guys yep um I think it'll be a close game though mm-hmm. um hard fought game I, I see something like 31-27, right. something close because you can't count out Uncle Uncle Larry and um, DeAndre Hopkins at all. And then even their running back situation is pretty tough. So, Yeah. Um, let's see. So we'll both go Seahawks there. And next up, Chiefs-Broncos. Chiefs. I don't, I don't think the Broncos even have a chance. Nah. Um, and, Le- and Le'Veon Bell is going to be active that week? Right. Bruh. 
Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Enough. Um, let's see. So we have all right, Chiefs Broncos. So we go Chiefs there. Next up, Jags at Chargers. Ooh, I'm gonna go Chargers in this situation. Me too. I I really, really, really like Herbert as a quarterback. This is year one, but I think his breakout season is next year. And just looking at his mechanics through hard knocks, just the games that I've been watching, he's doing very well. And you really can't ask for a better, like, younger rookie starting quarterback. Uh, he has a lot of upside, and I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to watch them in the future. Yeah, and it's crazy, too, because I wasn't extremely high on him coming out of college. Right. Um, but so far, his, his game has translated. Now yes, – I think some of that obviously has to do with coaching from Pep Hamilton, their their quarterbacks coach. Yes, um, sir. Out in, I always want to say San Diego. <laughs> it's it's all out in LA. Thing. Yeah. Um, but he's coming along nice. I love how he stands tall. Um, in in the pocket, isn't afraid to throw it. Isn't afraid to take the hit. Um, smart kid. Very. Yeah. So I'll go Chargers. The Jags are just that. They're 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 Jags. I think they started out, I wouldn't even say hot, but they started out, they were fun. Um, kind of tailed off the last three weeks. Um, and, I, well, I think to me their turning point was that Miami game. And they just haven't looked really great since then. So I agree. I say the Chargers win convincingly, too. Oh, for um, sure. At home, I think they'll get it done. Um, 49ers at New England. I think Cam bounces back in this situation. Like I said, they're they're gonna get that their practice reps in because of COVID last week. I kind of chalked that up as a as a mulligan. Um, I'm definitely gonna go Cam in this situation. All right, so you take the Patriots. I'm gonna go with the 49ers here. Um, okay. The way in which they beat the Rams, I thought they played a very complete game. Um, Right now, as it stands, I think the Rams are a better team than the Patriots. Mm-hmm. So I would say 49ers. They've got some pieces back. As long as Garoppolo doesn't just completely give the game away, um, I think I think they can win. So I'll say they go to Gillette and get the win. Um, let's see. Buccaneers at Raiders. That's the Sunday night clip. Um, that should be a good game. It's going to be a really good game because the Raiders have an amazing defense on top of some legit offensive uh, weapons and Ruggs the third, um, what, Josh Jacobs and Renfro. Renfro, they got, yeah. They got a couple of guys out there, but um, you got to you can't uh, can't knock Jonathan Abram on the, on the back end of that defense. And then just their front four is actually legit. This team is gelling for the most part. So, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and go with the Raiders. You go with Raiders? Yeah. Something tells me to go Raiders here as well. Yeah. Um, they're playing at home. Again, I yep. I say that with an asterisk. Like, there's little to no fans in most of these stadiums. Um, but, again, they don't have to travel. Buccaneers nope. coming from Florida. Um, I think they have enough on defense to kind of contain and corral um, all those pass catchers that the yep. Buccaneers have. Now, I I think it's without uh excuse me it goes without being said their offense is clearly going to go as Tom Brady goes right I thought For sure. I thought he played solid last week now if he puts together another performance like that um I think the Raiders will have their hands full but 
I've just seen inconsistency from that offense. Um, and I've seen the Raiders as of late playing more consistent. Um, hell, they beat the Chiefs. So, yep. and to me, that wasn't a fluke. It wasn't by accident. Now, I'll say this. You run that back nine more times. Yes, sir. I'm thinking the Chiefs are going to win yep. at least seven of those. But, you know, um, they had play once. The game. They lost. I so, it says. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. You play to win the game. Right. Yeah. So, we'll go. Both of us take Raiders there. So, now the Monday night. Woof. Situation Woof. is Bears at Rams. How can I go ahead and even think about going against Nick Foles? <laughs> um, I think that that defense is stout enough to stifle the Rams. Mm-hmm. So I honest, and then I mean Nick Foles hasn't been playing great. But I tell you this, he does play well in the spotlight, obviously with the Super Bowl win. Um, Allen Robinson, Tyreek Cohen, those guys out there, I'm going to go ahead and go the Bears. They are 5-1 for a reason. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to go Bears there as well. Um, their defense is good enough to overcome some of the ups and downs of Nick Foles. Yes, um, I agree. And, I mean, Nick Foles, in my opinion, isn't just going to go out there and completely, you know, wet the bed. Um, but he has made mistakes. Right. But that's what I'm saying is I think if he if he plays within himself, mm-hmm. doesn't, doesn't try to do too much, get the ball to the playmakers, push the ball downfield when you can. Yep. Um, I think that gives him a legitimate shot. Now, I'll say that Bears defense – they can get to golf quickly, right? Yeah, if you can, for sure. If you can get golf again, and it's almost any quarterback, right? Off his mark, rush him, make him throw early. You you can you can have a, a good game against him. Yeah. Um, he's not extremely mobile. Um, no, he's not. I mean, he's not like completely like statuesque, but I mean, he's not gonna torch you um if you can contain him off the edge and or collapse that pocket and get in his face you can get him so i say the bears defense has fun that game um <laughs> i mean because i can obviously see i can see golf throwing two or three interceptions um again game, especially if you can hit him early and often or at least pressure him uh-huh. he i mean we've seen it he'll he'll throw the ball as he's falling back whatever you know right um yeah, so I think they'll make him real uncomfortable mm-hmm. and, and, and very frustrated. So I'll say Bears there. I, I mean, I still think it would be a close game. Not high scoring, but super close. But I'll go Bears. They win on Monday night. There you go. So that was the week seven minus this Thursday game. Um, so now we're going to get into what we'll go ahead and let Marcus do his thing. Um why don't we do this? Go ahead and quickly-ish break down last week's game, mm-hmm. and then go ahead and I'm assuming you're gonna pick the Eagles to beat the Giants. <laughs> I'm picking the Eagles to win the, to to beat the Giants. Me too. Um, yeah, kind of have to. So go ahead and and like I said, first breakdown week six. Go ahead and give us that, uh-huh. and then get into this week seven Thursday night matchup, which is tomorrow. 
Okay, so Eagles versus Ravens. Um, I'm pretty sure the Ravens fan base thought this was going to be a whole landslide blowout situation, but that's not how the Eagles roll. Um, one thing I can honestly say about my Eagles is that we don't quit. We have grit. We show up and we continue to fight. Um, overall, based on what I've seen for the second week in a row, I can honestly believe that this team believes in Carson Wentz. He was actually the Toyota Player of the Week this week. And they believe in the culture and the climate of the Eagles organization. So anybody that sits there and likes to say, oh, we need to start Jalen Hurts, this, that, and the third, nah, nah, dude. Um, I do like what Hurts can be for us in the future. God forbid uh, Carson Wentz gets hurt again or something crazy happens. Mm -hmm. Just based on what I've seen from his limited amount of reps that he's actually gotten inside of the game. But overall, this is Carson Wentz's team, and we go as he goes. So um, thinking about this game, Carson Wentz was sacked often. I mean, we're talking about the number one defense in the league. Um, he did make some legit passes. He did have a fumble uh, that turned into points. Um, but on the defensive side, as far as the Eagles, the outside of trick plays and reverses, mm -hmm. Ravens' run game was non-existent. They have to spend draft capital next season repairing that offensive line because it looks totally different without Marshall Yonda. I don't yeah. care what anybody says. Yeah, I was just texting with uh – Chrissy's brother right. the other day about that. That offensive line is not the same. No. Not, it's 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 totally different. Yeah, they have really been looking average in pedestrian at best. For sure. And one thing you have to understand playing the Ravens is that Lamar Jackson's gonna get his. With that yeah. being said, he was contained for a majority of the game. Yes, he mm. scrambled for a touchdown. Yes, he scrambled for twenty, thirty yards. But overall the defense did manage to contain him. I just think that where we were beat were in those soft coverage, like zone situations where Willie Sneed, um, Marquise Brown, and um, their tight end, I can't remember his name was Ryan, was getting a little loose and, 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 and literally taking advantage of those soft zone plays. Um, but where the Ravens got in trouble long term was the fact that they were just getting themselves in trouble with penalties. Mm -hmm. Whether especially on defense, whether it was a roughing the passer call, they had two of those. Whether it was a uh, pass interference, that's where the Ravens got into trouble and allowed the Eagles to get back into the game. Um, Carson Wentz overall throughout this game had 213 yards, so I want Carson Wentz between 200 and 280 passing. Um, and then, like I said, we're our run first offense. Overall, I think we played a solid game. We fought back the end of the third into the fourth quarter. I mean, I have to mention this. That one freak play where Miles Sanders breaks loose for, what, 70-something, 80 yards or whatever, and then gets caught because J.J. Ortega-Whiteside just has a terrible idea or, or terrible technique when it comes to blocking, and he ended up fumbling, and then J.J. Ortega-Whiteside actually picked it up in the end zone for a touchdown, <laughs> which was complete nonsense. Um, but overall, based on what I seen from this game, you cannot look at that game and think that this game is Carson Wentz's fault, not even in the slightest, even with the fumble, because he's the reason we were still in it. Matter of fact, this dude is throwing passes to guys that 
weren't even on the team a week ago. And I'm ex- I'm talking about Jason Crooms, who was what? He was a uh, he was the Bills what practice squad player tight end who had uh who had a couple of reps a few well not a couple like twenty two reps a few seasons ago and had two hundred mm-hmm. two hundred like fifty something yards something like that. So what I can honestly say about Carson Wentz and I and I said this last year is that to those in the Philly fan base that sit there and knock his quarterback ability stop it this is the second year in a row where he's put granted we didn't win but he's put the team on his back once again and put us in the position to win the reason that we lost is because of that nonsense play call after we scored the touchdown um for the two-point conversion where it was some type of weird read option run that they called for carson once when it should have been oh yeah, yeah i do remember pass yeah because what do we do best when it comes to two-point conversions? RPO and then dumping it off to a tight end or somebody like Zachert's in the back of the end zone. Mm-hmm. By the way, by the end of this game, there was only two starters. There was <laughs> Jason Kelsey and Carson Wentz. Everybody else is either a backup or a practice squad player. Mm-hmm. And we still contended to actually win that game. Miles Sanders was gone. By the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. um, and I think it was on that that long run that he had that he pulled a hammy, something crazy like that. But that but that goes to show you how much this Eagles culture and the climate and the leadership within this building means to the city of Philadelphia and the fan base in and of itself for those who actually recognize that. Because at the end of the day, when you can literally call a guy from Home Depot, tell him, <laughs> to, <laughs> tell him to pick up this jersey and play and still be in contention with one of the arguably top five teams in the league and almost beat them, that's a climate thing. That's not – like you can literally insert any piece and, and you could potentially win. Um, overall, I think that we have to clamp down on – um, pass protection on defense, that's been an issue for the past few weeks. Um, needless to say, Darius Slay has done his job. It's just everywhere else, as in me talking, not everywhere else, the linebackers, linebacker position because Nate Gary is still a liability. Um, Singleton had a few plays. But overall, I think we got to work on that, the the whole linebacker thing. Like, that's really making me upset. Um but in the end, thinking about the totality of the game, I think we played very well. I think we played better than I thought I than I thought we would against the Ravens. Um, Gus Edwards was not was a non-factor uh, mm-hmm. for the most part of that game. Like, listen to the stat line. So, if you're sitting there thinking about the Ravens, LeBron, Lamar Jackson was 16 of 27 for 186. When was the last time you heard of Lamar Jackson throwing for 186 in a game? Mm-hmm. Um, crazy. Um, it was of course, a couple weeks before that, didn't he only throw for 97 yards? Something crazy like that. So it's like <laughs> comparing seasons, it's two different teams right now. Right. Um, last season compared to this season. Like I said, Lamar's going to get his. He had 108 yards, but as far as running court, running back core, Dobbins, 28 yards, 9 carries. Edwards, uh, Gus Edwards, 26 yards, 14 carries. Non-existent. Ingram, 5 carries, 20 yards. Like, what? It's, it's one of those things where, I mean – I feel like we're close, but the problem is the Novacare Center, we can't get healthy. You literally take 
our top three receivers who was supposed to be Alshon Jeffrey, Rager, and I'm sorry, Zach Ertz, Rager, um, Deshaun Jackson. I mean, if, if they're available, I'm pretty sure we win this game just off of just pure ability. Uh, Ful, uh, Fulgham shows up again. The dude's a problem. Um, Richard Rodgers had a few catches. Um, so, like I said, I am very proud of this organization, especially in Carson Wentz, and just the climate and culture of this team. Going forward, we absolutely have to get healthy to even be in remote, like even remotely being contention. Fortunately for this wall, for this loss, we are not out of it. We're definitely not. Mm-hmm. Um, and last but not least, Jake Elliott, you have to hit field goals, dude. You have been the definition of suspect. If you would have just hit that one field goal, I want to say before the half, if I remember correctly, that game could have been won. Um, and it was well within your range, and you just hooked it. You've you you've got to tighten it up because there are so many good teams out here, and some games do come down to field goals. But we absolutely have to um, work on your kicking game. And then the packages with Jalen Hurts, at least for this year, are working because defenses are forced to not stack the box because they don't know what where he's going to go, what he's going to do, when he's getting the ball, mm-hmm. if he's going to throw it or if he's going to run it. So I think you're going to see a lot of – Leading into next week, you're going to see a lot of him on um, on Thursday night just in split-back situations or lined up as a receiver, something. Um, if you don't mind, I can really quickly just run down, since we're on it, just run down the, the injury report. Um, so leading into next week, or actually tomorrow, Thursday, um, most guys did not practice, as in Jack Driscoll, um, Zach Ertz, Malik Jackson, um, Alshon Jeffrey, Miles Sanders, Kevon Wallace, Avante Maddox. But Duke Riley did practice, Marcus Epps did, um, Deshaun Jackson's a full go, and so is Lane Johnson. Um, but overall, listening to my next point, I'm still not thinking I'm – st- I'm still going to think we're going to win this game, even though we have all these guys – Filling in. So the only two consistent starters on offense is Carson Wentz and and Jason Kelsey. Sanders is out. Ertz is out. Gooder is out. Uh, Lane Johnson will play. Ciamalo out. Andre Dillard out. Jackson will play. Alshon Jeffrey is out. So that's potentially, what, four starters out of the entire starting roster? Mm -hmm. And we can still win this game. Like I said, that speaks to the culture and climate of the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I think our problems are more um, within the training staff versus the actual team and the logistics of what's going on on the field. And that's what I got. All right. So just as far as uh, Washington football team. So we played the Giants last week. Um, mm-hmm. I had higher hopes. Um, obviously, it's the Giants. Um, there's really been pedestrian. Um, now, obviously, the final score of that game was twenty to nineteen. Um, I thought there were some bright spots. Uh, those two touchdowns thrown by Kyle Allen um, were 
dimes um, in in the end zone. Right. Um, one was to tight end Logan Thomas. The other one was to um, wide receiver Cam Sims. That was Cam Sims' first career touchdown. I believe he's been in the league for three years. Let's go. Normally practice while a guy or if active, he's on special teams. Um, so outside of that, I thought Kyle Allen kind of moved the ball okay as far as his stat line. Um, and, I, again, I'm not – those who have listened, I'm not terribly huge into a whole bunch of stats, but they are what they are, right? Mm-hmm. So he was 31 for 42 for 280 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. Mm-hmm. Um, he also did fumble the ball um, and lost that one. So um, I still think our offense is unimaginary. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, I guess that's the word, right? Unimaginary? Yeah. It's just like yeah. it, 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 it inspires no one. Um I feel bad for Terry McLaurin, to be honest with you, that he's in such an inept uh, situation mm-hmm. um, because he's still in the top three for yards after the catch. Yes. Um, I believe he's got, so what did I see? I saw it earlier. I forgot to write it down. What is it? It was like 286? Something like that. Something like that. Kid's so, a baller. I think he's second behind, is it Alvin Kamara? <laughs> yeah. So to me, he's one of your best threats a clear true number one i say it week in week out um we did activate uh what's it do robert foster from the green bay or or excuse me we signed him to our active roster right wide receiver from green bay's practice squad undrafted guy spent two years in buffalo um averaged i believe it was around 20 yards per catch um but Clearly, you're going to see highlights right yeah. on YouTube or whatever clips people are putting out there. I don't know all of what he's going to do or provide, but he's a speed guy. He can fly. Um, to me, at this point going forward, Scott Turner, whether he feels we have the personnel to do it or not, you need to start lining up and, and looking like you're at least going to go vertical. You know what I mean? And I mean, because you never know, like you might, you might truly get a mismatch, you you know, it's very true. Give, give them a chance. Um, and I think Kyle Allen's ball placement for the most part, when, when it's like on a deeper pass is pretty good. Um, like I said, I mean, he hit Logan Thomas in the end zone, um, and Cam Sims. So I think some of those, some of those plays could be there. Um, he converted a lot of third downs, which is good. Um, Ron Rivera gambled a few times on fourth down. Now, we went down, could have tied up the game. Um, it would have been 20-20. Mm-hmm. He went for two, which was fine. I'm not mad at the decision at all. Kyle Allen right. came out, rolled left. Um, I thought he could have run it in. Um, some other people, after rewatching it a few times, whatever, they they didn't think so. Um, it is what it is. Either way, he ended up throwing the ball in the dirt. Game over. Um, that to me is not on Ron Rivera. That's more on the quarterback. Yes, sir. It may be on play design. I don't know. Just initially looking at it, didn't look like anybody got open. But it also didn't look like anybody fought to get open. Um, thereafter, like you know, you break off route, and once you see your quarterback scrambling around, um, so to me, if they can clean up some of that type of stuff. Then I think they have a good shot at be at beating Dallas. But again, this Dinkin and Duncan type of stuff um, that they do at the line of scrimmage with these screens and and all this other stuff. Um, like I said, line up, go vertical. I understand like our offensive line's got issues, um, 
we did get Brandon Sheriff back. He played last week. I thought he played pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, they gotta they gotta try. In my opinion, like I'll never say a team is just tanking, right? Especially right. especially mine. No. Um, no, not this early. I'm not. I'm not that type that wants to tank. Although I see the value in it, right? Because For sure. If you finish, you know, around. 500 seven and nine eight and eight whatever nine and seven it's middle of the road draft picks you're not really hitting on a lot there um so again i understand the value of it so again i don't know um the Dwayne haskins stuff never seems to die down it's always something (laughs) pat pat mcafee i guess on his uh podcast or radio show um earlier today or just his show he had said something to the effect of um, basically, like Ron Rivera benched Haskins for a totally different reason. Basically, it was kind of like alluding to like a bigger stories coming out, and I'm just thinking to myself, no, like I'm tired of the stories. Right. Like Kyle Allen is your guy, and then obviously because he threw for 280 yards and 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 threw an interception, then everybody's like, oh well, he fumbled, he threw an interception, he didn't throw for over 300. Oh, Haskins his last game he threw for over 300, and like stop. Enough. Like we can't control the personnel situation. Right. Like all we can do is watch the damn game or not. So that's up to you. Right. But I get it. This franchise for years and years is just it's always leaks, it's always drama, it's always something. So I was actually happy to see that there's some crap coming out of Dallas. Like you had mentioned a little earlier, <laughs> they're basically saying they don't the I guess the report is that, yeah, that some of the players are saying they don't really have much trust in Mike McCarthy and that nope. coaching staff. Nope. Something to the effect of they're not really coaching or teaching. Right. Um and it just seems like they don't know what they're doing. All right. Which is a little weird to me because Mike McCarthy has had so much uh, success in, sure. in in Green Bay. I mean, he had Aaron Rodgers, arguably one of the best quarterbacks of our generation. Uh, so it is interesting to see that, um, and it's also interesting to see how it'll go, uh, see how it'll be going forward. But again, I think you have two drama-filled organizations mm-hmm. meeting on Sunday at FedEx Field. I ultimately think somehow. Dallas will win, um, whether it's by a lot or a little. I don't know. It's, but then I don't know. I officially picked Dallas earlier, so I'll stay with that. But keys to victory: if Washington was going to win, they've got to be able to push the ball downfield. Mm-hmm. This defense you can run on. So okay. I'm looking for Gibson to to get busy. Right. But and then our defense has to get home because I look at their offensive line. Almost, and it's and it's not a disrespect to the Eagles, but the situation their offensive line is in now almost reminds me of you guys week one, right? Um, right. You had holes in the offense, or excuse me, the, the line and a few issues there, and we were able to get to Carson Wentz. I believe we sacked him, what, six times, something like that. Yep. So if they can put that together, then I say they have a chance. But if their pass rush isn't really getting home and you allow Dalton to sit back and throw – our secondary is not good enough to cover for the whole entire game. I have tremendous faith in Chase Young and Montez Sweat in this situation. Actually, your your whole what eight man rotation at this point. They just have too many holes on an offensive line. Um, yeah, I mean, was, I'll agree. Yeah, like Zeke was getting touched like three steps last game after he even touched the ball. Mm-hmm. Dude had two fumbles. 
So I think this is definitely one of those games where your defense goes. I mean, your your team goes as your defense goes, just based on the holes and the fact that Andy Dalton um, doesn't do well under pressure, like like most quarterbacks. And like I said, I think um, Zeke isn't as effective unless he has a legit offensive line because once you touch him in the backfield, um, especially with the guys that you have compared to what he had to deal with last week, I think is a little bit of a step above. So I think this game goes as your defense goes. Yeah, and, and it'll be interesting too because I, I want to say Kendall Fuller leads the league in interceptions. He's got four. Ooh, let's go. I could be let's wrong. There Fuller. could be somebody with more, but I know he has four. He got right. another one last week. Um which I thought they were going to overturn because the way he landed, so he intercepted the ball in the back of the end zone, but the way he landed, it looked like his elbow kind of hit the white and not ah, in the end zone. But because they called it an interception, I guess they didn't see enough to overturn it. Right. Um, so, hey, I'll take it. We usually don't get stuff that bounces our way. Um, so, <laughs> sure. so, yeah, so he's got four interceptions. So, I mean, I can definitely see him getting a pick or two mm-hmm. um, this For coming sure. week. Again, but it's all predicated off that pass rush. If they can get home, even if they're not necessarily sacking him, like Deron Payne was a huge impact. Yeah. Um, pretty much all season, I I feel like he's mostly played consistent. Where, yeah, he may not make the stat sheet for a whole bunch of sacks and things like that, but he's a run stuffer and he will collapse mm-hmm. that pocket. You know. So, again, I I look for them to do that. So again, on paper. Um, if you stack defensive talent against their offensive talent, as far as their lines are concerned, they should be able to do something. But somehow, Dalton Schultz, their tight end, will you know catch? He'll he'll have 110 yards and a touchdown. Yari yep. Cooper will have you know 120 yards and a score. Ceedee Lamb, 85 yards, two touchdowns, something random. Mm-hmm. Um, like we always find a way. I hope not. I'm tired of being stressed every Sunday. Um. <laughs> But after after this week, we 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 hit our bye and then dessert, get healthy. Yeah, well, hopefully about that. But <laughs> we we just hit the bye and then we have the Giants again. There um, you go. They they come to FedEx. But um, just to kind of end the show, something you and I. Oh, uh, I'll just do injury report real quick. I, so uh, wide receiver Isaiah Wright's um, got a shoulder issue. Antonio Gandy Golden's got a hamstring issue. Logan Thomas. Did not practice today with a neck issue. Offensive line, um, excuse me, offensive lineman Sadiq Charles. He has um, he had a dislocated kneecap, so Ooh. I think he's week to week, but he will not play this week. Um, and then Chase Young was limited in practice today with a groin. Mm-hmm. Um, those things tend to linger. Yep. Um, so hopefully it doesn't get worse and just gets better and he can continue to play. If not, expect to see a lot of Ryan Kerrigan in rotation opposite of Montez Sweat there. Um just around the league. It's not even really around the league. It's just I think what's going to be a big story coming up. So the Dolphins are on a bye this week. They come back November 1st. Um, Tua is named the starter. I so, did see that. So I'm Let's excited. Go. I'm excited there. So now two things real quick. Um, I don't know if you saw it. So after their last game, you know, he came in at the end, completed, I think it was like two like two for two. Yep. Um, and – he went back out on the field after the game. He sat where I believe the drive ended. Um, yep. And he just like soaked it all in. Um, he was also talked to his parents. Yeah. Yep. Face yeah, 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 his yeah, parents. Yeah. Absolutely. So I thought that was pretty cool. Very humble dude. For sure. Um, 
there's no way you can't not root for a guy like that. Um, now I did feel bad. So I saw the, um, comments from, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. So mm. I guess he was like a little bummed. Right. And basically I, I, I think his comments were along the lines of like, he was like, Oh, I thought this was my team. Like we were, we were moving, we were going da 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 da, whatever. Um, I mean, you had to know they were just trying to get this kid ready. Right now he, he is a true pro. Um, he yes. won't be on the sidelines pouting um, because he knows. I mean, think about all the situations he's been in as a backup quarterback. For sure. You're, you're one hit away, one interception away from getting back in there. So, I mean, he's got 10 touchdowns, I believe seven interceptions. So he's about what we think he is, but I think he's been playing um, consistent. Now, yes. he's he plays well within that five, six-week window. So, to me, they made the good like the, switch at the right time. Yeah, right? cutting them off early. Right. So, if Tua goes out there and just stinks up the joint, to me, you just got to let him play, right? You turn right. the keys over to the kid. Got to let him play. Right. All things point to him doing it the right way, studying, asking questions. You saw him on the sidelines asking questions. Ryan Fitzpatrick was pointing things out to him. Yep. Um, so, I think – I, I mean, he's definitely going to take his lumps, but I think he. This is the time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll be excited to watch that game. Um, oh, for sure. And yeah, I mean that was that was pretty much like as far as outside of NFC East or Eagles Washington. Yep. That was one thing that I wanted to mention. I'll definitely be looking looking for that one there. So, um, let's see. You, so we're gonna try to incorporate new segments, like a new segment into the into the show um, that has. It's got to do with us, but not necessarily sports. Yes, sir. So Marcus and I were kicking around some ideas earlier, and he had texted me um, a question I thought was like kind of funny. So <laughs> why don't you go ahead and read the question for sure? So what is the dumbest thing you did to keep yourself out of trouble in high school? Why don't you start? So mine isn't, I got a couple of stories, but I'm going to keep this one all the way within the schoolhouse. So one thing I can say about both of my amazing parents um, is the fact that they both worked and they didn't have time to necessarily keep up with us and report cards. So it was kind of like one of those situations over so many years, they just expected us to hand them to them. Oh, right. And then in high school, they just started mailing them. Yeah. So what we did was we made sure that our parents, basically the last two to three years of our high school careers, they only saw two report cards, the first (laughs) and the last one, because we knew, uh, well, I'm just going to be honest. For me, I was more of a BC student, and that was not accepted in my household and i figured if i was on punishment for half of the year and not all of the year that that's that's not bad so i would literally take the report card look at it and throw it away and then when parents would ask for report cards I always had some ex- some excuse like oh they only they didn't come out yet oh they're doing it per semester something crazy and my parents were just such hard working period people they were just more focused on making sure that as a family we were okay versus our grades so I was literally running to the mailbox on, you know, report guard day, <laughs> snatching that report card. And if it wasn't decent, <laughs> I was tossing that bad boy out on, on, on God. So 
oh man okay so people who know me know that i i didn't get in trouble all that often right but i also tried not to put myself in a situation where i was going to get in trouble <laughs> um like my pops was no joke growing Let's go. up Old right school. i, I like mean it. no joke like it used to be like growing up like people were afraid to knock on the door <laughs> to see to see like yo can can eddie come out and play like mario will tell you yo like there was times like we used to tell him like yo like knock on our doors see if see if we can come out because like like so we weren't always in trouble but it like yeah. it would suck when we were right because they'd be like yo come play basketball i'm like nah i'm grounded right so i'm like but just ask my dad if i was like man i'm not about to ask that man if you can come right. outside like <laughs> Or the few times that they would, my For dad, sure. my dad, I mean, he's big dude, man. He's yeah. big and tall. So he like covers the whole door and he'd be like, can Eddie come out? Nah, boom. It's like, you know. Um, so again, I I learned at an early age to try to do everything I could to stay out of trouble. For but, sure. Um, I'm right there with you, like right hand to the man. Like <laughs> I knew when report cards started coming out. So like when I was in California, like I was good, right? Like yeah. my, my, I almost got like 4.0 the whole time that I was there. And then when we moved to Virginia, things were like weird. Um, the whole like school system, everything was just completely different. So, yeah. um, I found out that, yeah, so they mailed them. So mm -hmm. I was like, all right, cool. Um, so we just had to get the mail before our dad did. For sure. And uh like it was the same thing so i mean you know in high school they don't have to be signed and turned back in no and i knew i wasn't failing but it wasn't it, it, it wasn't up to his standards so right i did not want to face that wrath right so i'm just like okay let me get this push this all the way to the bottom of the trash can you know what i mean like you were not about to find this um yeah no 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 so i i would definitely say um there's that one um like so now your question, is it like school related or just during high school? Just during high school. Yeah. So I have more stories of keeping my sister out of trouble um, <laughs> than I do for myself. Um, <laughs> and there's another one. And, and and for the interest of time, maybe we'll get into it like later. It was this chick that I was dating, um, messing around and getting in trouble, almost got in trouble. Um so yeah, so there's some interesting ones, but yeah, no, I was as soon as you start remissioning the report card, and that's why, like, with this <laughs> crap that Cameron tries to pull, oh for sure, you know, it's just like, oh, the teacher, this and the school must have. I'm like, Slim. they forgot to put some stuff in. Yeah, listen, <laughs> like, like we've been there. I know to him, I'm probably old, right? Right. But I'm like, I'm I'm 35. Like, right. it wasn't that long ago yeah. that I was in school. It's like ain't shit changed right. like it, it, i know the game man and it, like, does, and it doesn't help that your co-host slash best friend that's what i was about also to say an assistant principal so there's no way these kids get away with nothing he, he, he tried to hit us <laughs> listen he tried to hit us with some with some crap the other day and and i told him i said i just looked at him like like for those who can't see me this is the look all i need to say bruh like so so you know the look so i'm like who are you trying to play? I'm like, don't make me call Marcus. I was like, you know he's an assistant principal. I said that right. man will find anything out that that I need him to find. Like, don't don't play these games. And then not only that, but they're they're like at home. Right. So all we gotta do is log in, and you can see in real time what it is. And then he had the nerve to say, "Well, it's not my fault if the teacher didn't put in a grade." So then, but but we're getting the email from the teacher. <laughs> 
that he hasn't turned in assignments. Like he hasn't turned something in. He hasn't done it. Like, I'm sorry if you're doing school from home. Right. What is your excuse to not turn something in? For sure. That's, yeah. Oh man. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. So I'll tell all, you what, that charm does not work through a computer screen. It's just no, not, it's no, not, going not at all. But n- not at all. But like I said, to to tie that back into to that. to what you and I were doing, uh, you know what we had mentioned yeah. to stay out of trouble in high school, like you can't you can't play me nah, like like man, like we've been work. like if it was up to chrissy because you know chrissy got a lot going on and, yes. and she's tired all the time things right. like that you know so some of that stuff might slip through the crack no not with me nah not with nah, ain't, no. ain't happening kevin ain't happening so <laughs> yeah man yeah so we'll come up with new questions at the end of every episode hopefully you guys found that funny for um, sure and, and and we can continue to bring the laughs. It's not all just sports with us. But For sure. This is a sports show. Again, we're the Average Sports Guys. Be sure to head over to our website, AverageSportsGuys.com. Yep. Links to our social media is there. Links to our merchandise stores there. Um, links to our... Uh, sponsorship. Be sure to head on over to FNX... Or excuse me. Uh, yeah. FNX Fit. Fit. And there's the link to that on the website as yes, well. Yes, sir. And I believe Marcus has the promo code for you. For sure. So the FNX Fit promo code is FNXXW52. It is FNXXW52 for 15% off of your order. They have great products, great protein. Anything you need dietary-wise, these are your people. 15% off, you can't beat it. Not at all. And as always, we thank you for listening. Be sure to tune in to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere, any platform you get your shows. Be sure to like, uh, be sure to subscribe. Yes, sir. Rate the show. Um, and as always, like we have fun. We'll see you next week. We're out of here. We out.